Welcome. Hi, welcome. Okay. Today is going to be a really powerful episode. If you can see me, if you're watching this on YouTube, then you will see that I'm like in my active way. I was like, I am having this response. I've wanted to record this episode for a little while. And today I'm like, no, it's a Sunday, but I just feel the pull First of all, before I get right into our episode, which as I said, is going to be really powerful. In today's episode, I'm going to be answering questions that have been put to me by some of my masterminders, questions that really got me thinking deeply, really thought-provoking questions that really encourage some reflection for me. And you know that I love to share my journey. I love to share the things that have worked for me, that haven't worked for me, the lessons that I've learned and what I observe in the space that I am in. And so here I am doing that in this episode with these really powerful questions. We are going to be chatting on primarily the topic of newer business, of mindset in newer business, of beliefs in new business, and how to stay consistent and show up despite challenges, or which we've spoken about in resilience. I'm not talking about resilience today, but more so from a space of identity, from a space of belief, from a space of are you actually operating from the programming that is going to support you to do the things that you say that you want to do? Or are you operating from the programming that has supported you in your nine to five or as a stay-at-home mom or as a hobbyist or as a whatever it is you're coming from into a business from? I'm really excited to answer these questions. Really excited. On the topic of beliefs, as this episode will go to air, we are just under two weeks until our very first live Becoming Limitless immersion. So this is a 90-minute experience live with me. There is one on the 15th of February and one on the 20th of February. And you do actually get a copy of a replay if you can't um, make it live with us and get to access that in its own little online portal space. But basically, this immersion is where we are going to take a deep dive into your subconscious to find a belief that is ready to surface. And I'm going to take you through my unique four-step mind, body, and energetic framework to help you, first of all, identify that belief, the story, the way it's surfacing in your life right now. You might be aware of it. You also might think that it's something that it's actually not, which by the way, I see quite often. What we think is the problem when we come for help is not actually the problem. The next thing that we will do in this 90 minutes together is we will then release the root cause from our body which is going to help to create safety in your nervous safety to be able to step into the new identity, the new belief that is going to support that new identity of what you are creating in your world. Our third step is to then transform the energy, the emotional energy of that limiting belief. So we desensitize the emotional attachment that we have to that belief. And then we embed a new and supportive belief 
Now, this, as I said, is a 90-minute immersive experience. And I have, if you came to Becoming Limitless last year, when we ran it in September, then you will know that people were saying things like, you helped me tap into a money story that I could, was completely unexpected. I have felt something were, I needed to unblock for the longest time, but didn't know what it was. I'm really excited to let it go, raise my prices and welcome in so much more. What a powerful and transformative masterclass. Thank you for your time. I'll be showing up more confidently knowing that the people that people need my message and that I'm changing lives. My new belief, I'm walking the right path on the road to my success. I have renewed faith in myself to move forward. This is the kind of experience that people had in Becoming Limitless last time. I've upgraded that experience. And this time around for $35 for your ticket, you are not only going to get this 90 minutes with me in this group setting on Zoom, but you are also going to get a bonus 30-minute momentum call with me. And the purpose of that call is for you to experience one-on-one session where I'm going to meet you exactly where you are at in your journey. We could use any of the modalities that are in my tool belt and we are going to help you to continue the momentum of what it is that you have released or what has surfaced for you, what you now have awareness of from Becoming Limitless. So that is valued at $240 and you actually get that as a bonus for your Becoming Limitless ticket because I know that is just going to propel you so far forward. You also get two take-home recordings, which are both valued at $48 each. One is the recording of the big vision pathway that we do at the very beginning of our session. This gets you connected to your vision, connected to where you are actually going. And then the second is the EFT audio that is actually going to help to embed your new chosen beliefs and you get to take that home listen to it ongoing and then really reprogram your brain for success and the third bonus is the breakthrough blueprint journal and this is a reflective process that you can basically follow along plug and play go through the journal prompts Anytime that you feel like you are hitting a wall in your business, that you feel like you are stagnant, you can go back through that journal, you can uncover the hidden barriers, you can really get clear on what the belief is, and then just go back to the part in your Becoming Limitless immersion replay where we do the clearing and processing. So you can just keep up leveling and creating new supporting beliefs every single time you feel like you need to, or you feel like there is something there. So I'm really excited to deliver this. And if you are listening after the 20th of February, then please pop over to my Instagram or still click on the link to the immersion. And it will tell you if it is available on replay for you. It will tell you if there is a wait list for our next live event. It will tell you what's going on over there. So Click on that link or come and say hi in the DMs and be like, Jess, I really need Becoming Limitless. Can you please give me access? And I'm sure I'll be able to find a way. So let's dive into today's episode and explore some of the ways that beliefs can be holding us back as we are trying to step into our CEO mindset. 
You're listening to Alive and Thriving with Jessica Reed, the podcast that's all about empowering you to achieve optimal wellness and success through self-care, holistic practices, and raw conversation. Jessica and her expert guests are here to share powerful insights and strategies to help you overcome stress and anxiety, take charge of your life, and thrive in life and in business. Grab a cuppa and let's dive in. In full transparency, there may be some love punches in this episode. If it is ready to land, if you are ready to hear it, it will. If you feel triggered, if you feel like something has been stirred up within you, pay attention to that. Pay attention to what your body says and does as we go through some of these questions and remembering too that this is based on my advice my experience both my personal experience uh, the experience of the clients that i mentor and have worked with throughout both their healing and business journeys as well as the things that i have learned in the high level containers that i have surrounded myself in for the last three years as well So the first question, the very first question that I'm going to address is I was asked, what would I do differently if I was to start my business all over again? What would I do? The first thing that I would do in hindsight, hindsight's wonderful. If I was to start my business all over again from the very, very beginning, is I would be making sure that I'm starting with a set of beliefs that actually support where I want to go. And again, hindsight's wonderful. (laughs) And I guess the thing with beliefs is that every level you get to, something else will surface and there'll be something else to clear and new things will come up at each level. And that's okay. That's meant to happen. We can't possibly go and just clear every single belief that is never going to service again for the rest of our life. But what I do suggest that you do, if you are starting your business again, if you are starting your business brand new, or you just feel like you need a clean slate, or even just right now, is I would really connect to my vision. What is it that I'm trying to create? Not only for myself, ask it from the ego perspective. What am I trying to bring into my world? What do I want to create? But then also ask it from a spiritual perspective of, and how can I then serve? So once I have created this thing, how does it then serve? What's the impact? What's the ripple effect? What is the purpose that you are really, truly doing this for? Because it is always bigger than us. And the us piece is important. You need to be satisfied and fulfilled with what you are doing. But that flow on effect, that how do I serve? How will what I'm doing, how will what I am learning, how will shifting my beliefs, how will all of that actually help me to serve? That is a whole another level of question. So I would check in, I would really connect to that. And then I would check in with my body to see what doesn't feel attainable about that vision. Do I actually have resistance inside of my body? Do I think about, I don't know, speaking on a stage in front of thousands of people and not just feel 
a sense of like nervousness, but actually have this like resistance in my body. So when I look at my vision or I look at what I want to create or for a better, maybe a better example is creating a, a financially sustainable independent business where my business is actually retiring my husband and paying out our mortgages and going on holidays when we need or want to or just living a life that feels free. If I was to think about that and I was to feel this resistance inside, that would probably indicate to me or I was having some emotional response to that. The resistance you feel physically in your body, by the way, generally in your heart or your solar plexus, and I would be literally just checking in with that all the time. How does this feel for me? How does this feel in my body? But if I had a belief that money was really hard to come by and money was really scarce and there was a limited amount to go around and that there was a cap on my income, then of course that vision is not going to be met because I am going to maybe keep consciously working towards it but potentially keep self-sabotaging. Or, yes, I think you get the point. So I would be checking that my beliefs match my vision. And then... I would be actually looking at my expectations. What are the expectations that I have in my business? How do I actually define success? How do I define success? Because how am I even going to know when I get where I want if I don't really know what that means to me? Does success mean a $100,000 launch but having to work 90 hours to get there a week? Sorry, 90 hours a week. Or does success mean... A $50,000 launch or $100,000 launch with a spacious launch runway where I still get to spend all the time with my family and I work my regular hours, prioritizing my well-being. Hmm. That's a choice that you get to make. I can't tell you which one's right and which one's wrong. But what I can tell you is that you need to know what success means to you and whose version of success is it? Is it your version of success or is it the version of success that you have been brought up to believe is the correct way of being successful? An an education, a university degree, earning a certain amount of money, climbing the corporate ladder. What does success mean to you? Is that your version of success? Or is your version of success the outcomes and experiences that you're going to have in your life? You get to choose this. And then you get to set these expectations in your business. Now, what I so often see, and I'm not, I don't like to use the word unrealistic expectations, but because they are realistic. If you are setting an expectation in your business that you want to be able to replace your income from your job within, I don't know, a certain period of time so that you can leave that. I fully believe you can go and replace your income. I don't know how long it is going to take you, but I fully believe that it's possible. But if your expectations are that if you've not met that by 12 months and your business is not successful or it is not viable or, or you, I don't know what kind of what kind of conclusions you're coming to about yourself from that, I'd be looking at my expectations there and be like, okay, so should I be expecting that my business is going to make this money? Or should I potentially be shifting my goals and shifting my expectations, particularly around new business, 
particularly if you just started your business and you are already making $10,000 a month, $20,000 a month, and you have all the systems in place to actually support that. And you have the energetic and emotional and physical capacity to actually support that. That is amazing. That is amazing. And I'm not saying that can't happen because I know it does for some people. But if you've also just started your business and you are hearing crickets and you feel like you're throwing spaghetti at a wall over and over again and you're jumping between one coach's advice and the next coach's advice to the next thing, particularly if you have an open head center in human design and you are really susceptible to believing that other people's things are the way to do things, regardless of how they feel in your body. And so maybe now you go and create a podcast, even though your skill set lies in in writing and maybe then you go on instagram and instead of i don't know going on a place where maybe you go on instagram because you think that pretty canva pictures are what you need to be doing but you're a verbal communicator and therefore you should be on youtube or a podcast do you see how we can become really susceptible to other people's way of doing things and we really need to be finding out what our strengths are i lost my train of thought there but (laughs) if you are in that early stage of business where the clients aren't coming yet and maybe you've got one and then they disappear and then you have another few months without one and you are creating and you are giving and giving And actually, this is one of our questions for today. So I'm not going to go too deep into this. But if you are in that space and it is not happening for you yet, then not only is there a strategic side to this, but there is also a side around your goals and your expectations. What if you shifted your goal from being, I have to replace my full-time income within 12 months to I have to earn enough money within or I choose to earn enough money within my business to hire somebody who can take on the fiddly admin things that I am spending 12 hours a day in Canva trying to do, even if I enjoy Canva, is that what make, is that what's going to make you money? Did you start your business to be a graphic designer or did you start your business to work with people? Oh, love punch. Okay. <laughs> Canva can be your, your can be your creative outlet, but if you, that's where you're spending all your time and your attention, then it's not the needle moving things. And so setting expectations around what your needle moving things actually are and what is realistic for a new business and surrounding yourself with people who are going to normalize the fact that your launches are unsuccessful and not not unsuccessful. Your launches are not giving you the results that you want and then help you analyze that data. And then help you actually try and and strengthen your strategy, your visibility strategy, your launch strategy, all the things. If you can change your expectation, you are going to have a completely different experience in your business, completely different experience. So this leads me into the question, and I've answered some of it already. The question around when you're doing all the things that have been recommended, changing branding, posting consistently, Using targeted wording, identify your ideal clients and showing up speaking to your ideal client and there's still no takers, how do you continue to show up when it feels like you've exhausted all avenues? What I hear in that question is you've been doing a lot and you're really exhausted 
And just as I was talking about before, with all of the different advice and the different coaches and the different things that people have told you to do, not everything is going to be for everyone. And what I find in newer business, and I was exactly the same. I was exactly the same. I've learned so much strategically since then. So I very much choose to believe, really, that first of all, we've never exhausted all avenues. We feel like that way. We feel like that because there is an emotion, likely an inner child, a story, and it's not necessarily a story about your business. It's a story about maybe frustration. Frustration, by the way, if you are a generator or a manifesting generator, is a not-self theme. So how can you actually step away from this? How can you get back into life? How can you be out connecting in nature? How can you be out? It's the, the law of consciousness. How can you be out creating space, creating silence for that creativity to actually drop into you? How can you be strengthening your strengths, your skill set, rather than continually focusing on the weaknesses? How can you create a visibility strategy that is actually in your strengths and then stick to it and keep sticking to that and repeat and repeat and repeat. Stop creating and repeat. Because even if we've been doing something for a couple of years and it feels like it's not working, there are going to be, there is always going to be things that can be tweaked. Visibility is about your messaging landing with the right people. And if you have just gotten clear on who it is you want to work with at the level that you are working now and you've created, then you need to be creating space, energetic space in your calendar, in your body. Do you know when you're going to be working with clients? Do you know, do you have the emotional capacity to be working with them right now? Because consciously we can be saying to ourselves, I want this, but we're actually going through something ourselves or we're learning and we're growing and we are doing big shifts. That was like me when I was doing my diploma in clinical hypnotherapy. There was times throughout that year when my business did not grow. And if I got in that mindset of I'm doing everything and I've exhausted all avenues and I'm frustrated and I'm upset with where I am and I didn't have that acceptance piece, the acceptance in that space was about me realizing that part of that diploma required some really deep transformative work internally for myself, trauma healing, grief support, so many different things, beliefs I didn't even realize were in my way, beliefs that I had no idea were what were actually, I had a story about what they were, I wasn't right. I wasn't right. My subconscious told me differently and clearing them very much made an impact. So I feel like I'm just really, this is like a big love punch. <laughs> but I guess what I'm saying here is that we need to be able to have the energetic capacity to be able to take on what we say we want to take on. And I choose and have always chosen, no matter what, when there is frustration in my business, when I was struggling to accept where I was 
I have an episode on acceptance that so many people have said is so helpful if you are struggling because you want to be somewhere else that you are not right now. I, I choose, it is a choice, I choose to believe that I am already a successful business owner and my business is already successful. And that has meant adjusting my expectations of success over time. In my first year, success actually looked more like growing an email list rather than making as much money as I was. Learning strategies that actually worked for me, not just what a course told me to do, but actually worked again with my unique skill set, with my energy type. Success has, you get to choose your success metric. We were talking about this in the mastermind the other day when we did clear and aligned goal setting. If your success metric is focused on how many people like your Instagram post or how many people directly book your services through your Instagram posts or through your Facebook page posts, then I really believe you're looking at the wrong, then I believe you need to redefine your version of success and you need, you're looking at the wrong metrics. You're looking at the wrong metrics and you, and let's start focusing attention in another space. So this, over time, over the last few years, learning so many things strategically and really believing that we can't exhaust all avenues and everything takes time and it takes repetition and it takes learning. If you then adjust your next year in business, is it? So let's say you've been in business for a couple of years. Go back to your first year of business and actually look at what you learned from that space, what you created what experiences you've had, what other learning you've done, what professional learning that led you to. So there was a purpose for that year. There was a purpose for your next year. My next year was so much more about finding my voice, clearing my messaging, getting confidence within myself to actually show up authentically in a way that I really love showing up. Every year serves a purpose. Every, everything we do serves a purpose and it is a journey. It has to be a journey. And so if my expectation of success, when I actually look back and I remember saying to someone, I think it was last year when they were like, oh, what do you get out of doing the mastermind that you do? And in the first year, it was the year before, because in the first year when I was like, I grew my email list from 47 to nearly 2000 people in a year. And I am getting engagement from that list and people are actually coming to my tapping circles now. And they're like, oh, so have you made your money back? Have you made your money back from that investment? No, but that wasn't my expectation either. That wasn't my expectation and that wasn't my definition of success. And so now here I am making money. Oh, that's not a dirty word. But here I am with foundations solid foundations with help. I have a VA, but I also outsource. I outsource my Kajabi stuff. I outsource my copywriting. I outsource my ads management. So I have team. I have help. I'm about to hire a personal assistant, by the way, just on the complete off topic. I'm just going to throw it out there. If you are in Canberra and you are a unicorn, <laughs> you'll know of it lands. If you are a unicorn, who has values around health and well-being, 
a very basic knowledge of the body's anatomy, particularly in the flow preso suit, like in in the context of the flow preso suit, stress management, those types of things. If you are the most beautiful people person, outcomes focused, client focused, if you are organized, can organize, listen to me throwing out a, a job description now, if you can organize my calendar and my life and you're happy to do like personal assistant roles, sometimes that might be some errands and sometimes that might be other things and and you would like to actually work in really close proximity with me to make a difference in people's mental, physical and emotional health being, then just come say hi. Just send me a message over on Instagram. Don't know how I got into that. <laughs> oh, help. Yes. I have these systems. I actually have content planning systems. I have strategy that is actually aligned with my manifesting generatorness. I have strategy that is aligned with my season of life. I have all of these systems in place that took time that that I cannot look back on my last few years where I didn't make money. I did make money, but I didn't cover my expenses taking in consideration that I did choose to invest heavily in my personal and professional growth in more certifications in diplomas in things that I know were going to help the outcomes of my clients and in mastermind containers that have done nothing but grow me personally and professionally and allow me to be surrounded energetically, remembering your environment with people who actually get it. I don't see those years as not being successful. I just don't. And that's because my success metric is no longer purely just, did I replace my full-time income? So when we are in this space of maybe it's frustration or dissatisfaction, or we are feeling like we are on a treadmill or we are creating and creating. And I did that too. I created and I created at the beginning. And I was like, maybe I'll put up this meditation store and people will buy it and they can buy a tapping for $7 and they can buy this. Maybe I should make it $5. Oh my gosh. So I created and I created, but I wasn't focusing on the right things. And then I employed someone to make my website more visible. Again, wasn't focusing on the right things because my website becoming more visible didn't change the fact that my messaging wasn't consistent or landing with my ideal person. And I sound like a broken record when I talk about that, particularly in the mastermind. I'm like, back to the foundations, back to the foundations. If you are coming into, if you are considering coming into the embodied entrepreneur, which is my identity shift coaching space starting in March for people who are growing a coaching, healing, consulting, service-based business, then you are going to hear this too. Your foundations communicating in a way that lands with your clients, but authentically from you. I wasn't doing that. So why would I invest money, which I did? Why would I invest in optimizing my website and driving traffic to my website when the website wasn't landing? When the offers weren't actually meeting the needs of the clients that I was speaking to. There is so much, so many other elements, so many moving pieces 
in your business and we don't get them all done perfectly the first time. We start with our messy offer, we start with our messy website and then we keep going. We build on that, we get feedback, we get support. And you know what? I heard the same thing about consistent messaging, the same thing about speaking to one person and as a manifesting generator who was like, but this offer is different to this offer and this offer is different to this offer. I couldn't, I, I resisted it for so, so long. And then now, thanks to the work I did with one of my mentors, Jazz Jervis, I see it as I have this movement and this movement that my business is here for, the bigger picture, the energetic creation that is my business, that movement can have branches of offers. But my ideal business bestie, my ideal client, the the pinnacle woman that I want to work with, for me, I understand her pains deeply, but she is also multidimensional and my offers can meet some element of that person whether they be coming into my private healing space and I don't really have any, I'm so happy to work with anybody in that space in terms of, I love working with entrepreneurs, but I also love working with my professional clients and I love working with my mums. And for me, it's more about the energy of the woman who desires that healing and that growth and that elevation and the values that she carries and the commitment she has to herself. When we move into the more mentoring containers and we move into mentoring the human behind the business as well as the strengths-led business, that is the same ideal client. It's just a different version of her for me. And so I heard the message about speaking to the same person over and over and over again, and it didn't land for a long time. And so when something is ready to land for you, it will. And I want you to trust that. I want you to trust that when something is ready to land, when it, you will feel it. It is an embodiment. We are, like we are going to talk about an embodied entrepreneur. By the way, get on the wait list for that. Oh my God, this program, if you are zero to three years in business, is going to change your life. Or if you're further in, but you've never done any mindset work, promise you this is going to change your life because we move from this mindset and this this these expectations of sitting in this space of frustration feeling like you are a duck underwater just pedaling pedaling keeping your head up and no getting nowhere we move from that into embodying this successful identity of an entrepreneur and what beliefs and structures and habits you need to have in place to actually achieve and to live that, to embody it. And when you embody it, it lands and you feel it deeply. So you are going to feel what you are ready to feel. What is going to land for you is going to land for you when it's ready to, when you're ready for it to. I guess the other thing I just wanted to say on this is that your strengths, You don't look at any of that. You just go, well, I'm posting and I'm posting and I'm posting and nothing's happening. And we don't look at the fact that then we've got no website to drive our traffic to and we're not forming connections with people. A part of my visibility strategy is conversation. And that's because it is so aligned and authentic with who I am and what I value. And it is such a beautiful way to connect and help people 
because I genuinely don't believe, and here is another belief, I genuinely do not believe that I'm selling to someone. I don't. Because if you don't want something that I have to offer or a skill that I have to help you, or I'm offering holistic healing, but you are absolutely fine. If I'm offering a business mentorship, but you don't have a business, say no, it's fine. I'm not upset because what I'm offering, what I put in front of people or what I just mentioned in conversation or what I invite them into, because it really is an invitation, I know is it's almost selfish of me to not say, hey, I actually, you just said that you have this problem and I actually have a skill that could really help that. And that is me stepping into my authority, understanding the value of what I have to offer, understanding the value of all of my training, understanding the value of the unique way that I work with people and hold space. By the way, authority is the very, very first month in Embodied Entrepreneur. So again, get yourself on the wait list to that program. Or just come and DM me and I'll tell you all about it. We start in March. Just quickly on visibility. Last year, I spoke 17 times for free. I went on probably eight or nine podcasts. Every time I spoke 17 times for free, I paid my VA to create ads. I spent time, my time, which is worth money, is all energy. I invested time in presenting. I invested time. I invested money energetic. I invested money as an energy <laughs> into my VA to create the slides. This helped me to build authority, confidence, experience, get in front of new aligned audiences. And most of them have either resulted in new Instagram followers who've connected with me, who know what I'm all about, who've studied my energy and they get what I do and who I am. And if they didn't like me, then they didn't follow me and that's okay. Yeah, I'm going to stop speaking on that one because I'm going to move to our next question. Was there a pivotal moment when you realized that you were never going back to working for someone else? And if so, can you describe how you were feeling and what your thoughts were at that moment? Not so much pivotal for me. I have been entrepreneurial since I was 12 when I begged mum to start a Nutramatics account. But even earlier than that, I was creating, I would get all my friends over and I'd be like, I've written this play and we're all going to record it. And just, they're just bringing things together, bringing things to life, wanting to produce and create and leading. And so really even younger, it was like, this was a part of myself that I kept stepping into and I kept exploring through the Nutramedics and then I'd step back and then through the Arbon and then I'd step back and then through, through the musical productions and then I'd step back and then through, oh gosh, through the events business and then I'd step back. And then it was like I'd step back and I'd give up on that part of me because I didn't have a belief system yet in place that I fully understood and I also didn't understand myself yet either. I don't regret any of those experiences. I learned so much, 
but I can also reflect on them now, particularly from a human design perspective and have so much compassion for myself. So when I started my business, I knew in my body that I wasn't going back because when you, you I'm not going to go through my story now, but if you've heard it, you'll know that I started, I learned EFT. I started on this holistic healing journey long before I learned EFT, but I started on this holistic healing journey mainly to help heal myself because EFT was actually transforming the quality of my life. And I was getting my life back after living in chronic panic disorder. Then when I started actually learning more about the modality in terms of the certification, the advanced training that I undertook for 12 months, I had to work with people. And then that's when that, how can I serve bit kicked in. And that maybe that's the pivotal moment. That's where I knew that I wasn't going back. So there we go. I did have a pivotal moment, but here's what happened. Here's what happened from there. Did I just then at the beginning of my maternity leave, when I realized this, be like, oh, no, sorry, guys, not coming back. No, I didn't. I then allowed my brain, my thoughts, the fear, the old money stories, the old beliefs, they then popped in. And I clung so tightly, like a scared little child to their security blanket to a job that I was on leave without pay from. I wasn't even being paid anymore. I'd already exhausted my maternity leave. But I clung to that. I clung to it because I was scared. Because my brain was telling me stories fueled by these beliefs that said things like, oh, what if you need money? Or what if you can't get another job? What if you miss it? Oh, I do. I mean, I love the environment. I love the people. I would definitely work back in a school over an office setting again, but the job, like the job itself, I am born to be an entrepreneur. Like I was so excited to deliver professional learning to people and I was like pulling teeth for them. And I'd sit down in like our, I'd sit down in all of our, oh, now I'm forgetting the professional word for it. Oh gosh, it's been so long. When you sit down and you set your goals and your professional learning plan, PLPs, professional learning plans. There we go. It's been so long. I was so excited for those things. And I'd be sitting with my 48 staff members and they're like, I don't want to set a goal. What's the point? I come to work. I do my job. And that did not sit well for me. I've always had a mindset or I've always had thoughts that have told me things could be limitless. And because I have that pathway, planted in my brain, I'm looking for ways to make that happen. And that includes allowing the beliefs that don't support that to surface, to be investigated, nurtured, healed if need be, let go from my body, reprogrammed, just like we're doing and becoming limitless. Well, does that sound familiar? You'll learn to do this really quickly. I go through this process anytime that I need to. I kept having these thoughts and I kept extending my maternity leave. I enrolled in a diploma of clinical hypnotherapy after already doing multiple certifications. I invested in a really high level mastermind and I was, I, my actions, everything I was doing was saying, you're not going back. You are pursuing this. You're not going back. Even the thought of, could I work part-time? And I was like, no, no, I can't. My heart is here. My energy needs to be here. 
So was I really going back even though I kept saying to work, oh, I don't really know what I'm going to do yet. I don't know. I don't know. But then the next day, hi, can I come into this mastermind because I'm creating this big thing? Not because I was lying, but because I, I had this story in my brain that was like, don't let it go. You don't know what you want to do yet. You haven't made your decision yet. But I had in my body, my mind. You'll hear me say all the time, come out of your mind and into your body. Yes, we need our brain to think. But at that point, I didn't really need to work out that one plus one was two. I needed to feel into my body and realize my body had already made the decision. And I see this all the time with my clients in all of the settings. They might come to a hot seat question or they might come to a session and say, I've got this decision to make or I'm struggling with this or I don't know what to do. But it doesn't take long. We realize that actually they do know what to do. Their body's already decided. It's just their mind that's resisting it. When I finally decided and lent into trust and that was a part of my journey, trust, and when I finally did decide to hand in my resignation, my official resignation, after three years of extending my leave without pay, nearly three years, you'll see actually there's a post on my Instagram and there is a podcast episode about deciding. Go and have a look for that. If you are waiting for an embodied decision, go and listen to that episode. Because what happened when I actually decided that my business was going to be successful and I decided that I was all in, I'm not saying just go and leave your jobs. I know that there are things to take into consideration, but energetically I was all in. And what that did, the universe was like, okay, you're all in, you've decided, here are aligned clients. Here is another coaching space that is also going to help grow you. Here are more opportunities. Here are deeper connections in the coaching space that you are currently in. Here are creative downloads that have led me into this mentoring space. Here are beliefs that you can overcome so that you know that you are worthy of stepping into a holistic business mentoring space, not just trauma healing and well-being, but actually combining that because you are really good at business. I needed to overcome so many stories to allow me to step into this space. But the universe delivered the beliefs, it delivered the challenges, it delivered the aligned clients, it delivered all the things I needed. When I decided, I had opened up the energetic space and my business decided to flow. So the next question is similar, not really similar, but still around the lines of the job because I know that's a big decision. I've seen my beautiful mastermind peers, some of my mastermind peers, when they are making that decision to leave their job and the emotions and the courage that it takes to actually be like, I'm going to step away from this security. Oh, what did I hear today? Something about uncertainty and the pathway of uncertainty. I'm going to have to circle back to that, but it I really landed for me, but I think I'm just so excited about what I'm chatting about now. <laughs> but uncertainty is the pathway to your intention. Oh, yes. Uncertainty is the pathway to your intention. Thank you, Deepak Chopra. So 
when you set an intention for your business to be successful and then you create space and you create space in silence, you create space in nature, you create space from stepping away from your frustration, from stepping away from the lack of creativity or the mindset, the beliefs that say you need to work right now because you said that you're working on your business from nine till five and and therefore this is how you produce and this is how you're productive. Uh-uh. You're not productive like that. You're productive by working with your energy in times like that might work for you if you are in the phase of your cycle where you have so much energy. But if you are menstruating, then that's not going to work for you. If you're in an emotional low as a manifesting generator, that's not going to work for you. So I talk about many gens all the time because that's what I am. So when you, my, the question is, when you left your nine to five, were there any signs from the universe pointing towards you making the change to start your own healing practice? So I think I did answer a little bit of this in the last question, but what I really want to say, and I'm going to circle back to this intention that really landed for me today. I had a vision when I was a teenager and right into my mid twenties, and I used to talk about it all the time of a wellness place. Now, yes, it looked different, but even the events business that I created, I wasn't just looking for parties to plan. They were just at the beginning of, okay, we'll get this business going, maybe some cash flow. Whilst I created an event, a health and well-being exhibition that literally promoted people to get active and be healthy. And so I've had this intention, this vision of a wellness space. And what I didn't even realize when I actually left my nine to five, I was on maternity leave. And as I mentioned, I'd been continuing to leave without pay and clinging to the what if fears for a while. And I had so much inner work to do so that I could actually shift into backing myself fully. Hello, embodied entrepreneur. That is what we will be doing in embodied entrepreneur. But I can see now, even the challenges that I had to face, that I've had to over the illness, the injuries, the motor vehicle accident, the, the trauma, the pulmonary embolism, the chronic stress, the burnout, the panic disorder, the SVT, all of the digestive issues, all the things, all the things that I have had to overcome led me to where I am now. And what I last year before last, my vision board had a picture on it and it had these pictures of a sauna and it had a picture of this wellness space on the lake. And then there was this moment where I was like, oh, I remember having a conversation with a friend of mine when I was about 23. And I said to him, I've always wanted this wellness space. I didn't know exactly what it was going to look like. What I had done is I'd set an intention. And then I just went off about my day. I went off about my life. I got stuck in autopilot for a while, but I'd set an intention. And when we can set an intention and we can open up space for that intention and we can create silence or quietness in our bodies and stillness and we can connect with nature and we can connect with ourselves and we can detach from the outcome. Oh, I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on this. When we can detach from the outcome and we can trust the pathway of uncertainty, then your intention is going to come true. I don't know how or when or what your windy road like mine 
for God knows how many years looked like, but look where I am now. Now I can actually see all of these things that have pointed me in this direction. And yes, some of the challenges really hard and no, thank you. I don't want to go back there. But I do choose to have gratitude for the lessons I've taken from those or the growth that I've had from those experiences that I'm now not only able to make so much change in my own life, but impact others with as well. And they led me here right now to the version of the wellness business where I have a sauna suit. <laughs> okay, it's not a walk-in sauna, but I've got the Flow Preso. It's a sauna suit. I have so many aspects of my vision boards. I have so many aspects, but they just, they're not exactly the thing, but that's because I trusted the path of the process. And plus, when you are talking about the universe pointing you towards signs, my body was communicating with me that whole time through illness, through anxiety, through stress, through panic, through dis constant dysregulation, which is causing anxiety, stress, panic, illness, accidents. The universe was communicating with me. I just wasn't ready to listen. I wasn't paying attention to my body. I had a belief that those things were normal and I would just go to my GP and then they'd send me to a specialist and then we'd get it fixed or I'd live with it or I'd take the medication forever or you know, I had health beliefs that required big shifts for me to be able to realize that experience is not normal, even though it is common. Again, back to our beliefs. Next question is did i have any or do i have moments where fear or doubt creeps in and how do i bring myself back into ceo mode yes absolutely i sure do i'm human but for a very long time i have practiced self-awareness fear and doubt is normal and depending on how intense it is for me there are different ways that i will deal with it first thing on fear when we have when we are feeling fear there is an inner child present in your conscious mind and she needs some safety. She needs some rescuing. She has an unmet need that you can help her with and bring safety to. In terms of self-awareness, it's something I've had to practice and I highly encourage that you do too. It has allowed me to always listen to my body. It has allowed me to know that when my body is communicating with me, when my emotions are communicating with me, is this fear? or doubt because something is just misaligned? Am I trying to commit to something that actually doesn't align with my vision, my values, with my core beliefs, with my core values, or is it a message? In which case, now that I understand my emotional authority, I will actually walk away and allow my full emotional authority to ride out. Am I up leveling? Oh, that's a good one. Sometimes the fear, is and which we get the discomfort of in our body remember our body will always communicate through either comfort or discomfort is that discomfort in my body because i'm just stepping out of my nervous system's zone of safety into something that is unfamiliar stretchy and in order to get there i have to up level so i'm challenging a core belief that has kept me safe for so long i get excited to find these beliefs because that means i'm up leveling 
my body will also purge. I'm going to might talk about purging in another episode as well, but boy, my body purges. When I am ready for an up level, I always get a vomiting or bottom end thing and it's awful. But after experiencing multiple, a couple of years ago, when I went through some big shifts, at least I know what's coming out the other side. <laughs> I'm literal, it's a purge of what's not serving me. It's an up level. Not everything needs to be coached. Not everything is a coaching moment. Coaching yourself through this certainly can be. And I have a self-leadership GPS that I share with my masterminders. They have a copy of it too in their portal so that if I am experiencing fear, I can actually go through these checklists to see, is this an inner child in my in the driver's seat? What does she need in the moment? What belief does she have that has made me feel like the thought that I'm having or the thing that I'm about to be doing or the perception of the outcome of the thing that I'm about to do is not actually safe. And so I will walk away. I will do tapping. I will connect back to my big vision. I know my worth. I know the value of what I add and contribute into this world and to my clients. Again, all of this has taken time to have this belief and this worth, but that is how I navigate through fear. And if it, the fear turns out to be a message that it's something's not aligned for my body or for my life or not an aligned decision in my business right now, oh, I muscle test. So I use muscle testing, something else that I'm about to teach to my masterminders, how to use your, your own body's muscle and energetic system to know what is good for you. Then I know whether it's fear or not and I, then I've learned to trust that. I've learned to trust my sacral response. I've learned to trust what I guess you could call your intuition. If you're a projector, your intuition, if that's what you choose to, to go by, your sacral response, if that's what you choose to go by, my body's response, I've learned to, to trust what it's telling me and that has led to aligned decisions and that's how I navigate fear. That's how I navigate fear. Fear is a projection of a belief or a story that you have about the outcome of something that you're about to step into. And the final question that I'm going to answer today, and these have been, oh my gosh, these questions have just been so thought-provoking for me, and I hope that you have gotten so much out of them. What is the number one thing that I observe that is holding women back in their businesses? It's themselves. The number one thing that I observe in my experience, in my private spaces, in my business spaces, it is themselves. It is the conditioning that they have experienced. It is the beliefs that have become self-limiting. You hear the term limiting beliefs all the time, but those limiting beliefs served a purpose for you at some point. And they become limiting when they limit your growth. And so it is the core programming that is driving that woman that is keeping her from doing or feeling or experiencing what she wants to be doing, achieving, experiencing in her business and in her life as a result of that. So the number one thing I see holding women back is themselves. 
They will hold themselves back because the programming, their internal world does not match the conscious desires that they have. And so it's literally, it's just safety. It is just their nervous system saying, this is stretchy for me. This is uncomfortable. And we haven't been taught how to sit with discomfort. We haven't been taught how to sit in fear. We haven't been taught how to sit in frustration. We haven't been taught that any of that is safe. And so the fear comes up or the frustration comes up or the whatever it is comes up, the shame, the guilt, the fear of embarrassment. I don't know what it is that's coming up, whatever is fueling an emotional response, a discomfort in the body. And we don't sit through it. We don't investigate it. We go, uh-uh, I'm not putting myself out there. Or I can't possibly make that kind of money or I better not leave my job or what if I have to leave my kids or whatever it is, is all coming from internal programming, internal beliefs that are keeping your nervous system stuck in a state that is familiar to you, which is what it's meant to do. It's meant to keep you safe. Your brain, everything is wired for, we are wired for survival. But it is your job if you want more to teach your nervous system what is now safe for you, to find ways to create a, a business that actually feels expansive and safe for your nervous system. And you do that by managing your energy. You do that by what we do in the mastermind. You manage your energy. You find strategy that plays to your strengths and you continue to grow and evolve so that you can energetically hold what it is that you want to bring into your world. Oh, okay. That was big. That was so big. And you, if you have been love punched today, can you come and tell me? I told you today, I love conversation. I love connecting. I want to hear what landed for you. Did we just shake something up? And you've been a little bit poked and prodded and you're like, oh gosh, or did something land? Has something actually landed in your body? We're like, oh gosh, I don't need to, or this belief is not serving me. Or this expectation and perception fueled by my belief is not serving me. Can you come and tell me? Come and tell me on Instagram. I cannot wait to hear. And if you have a belief that has surfaced, then get your $35 ticket for Becoming Limitless. And bring that belief or that story or whatever has surfaced for you. And when you're going to dive deeper, you're going to use your body and your energy and your mind. We're going to bring it all together to process, bring safety to, desensitize and release that belief so that you can go and reprogram the beliefs that are actually going to support you moving forward. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. I'm Jessica Reed, and I will see you all next week. Wow, what a journey it's been today. We are so grateful for each and every one of you who tuned in to Alive and Thriving. If you enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep growing, please consider subscribing and leaving a review on your favorite platform. It's a simple but powerful way to support a small business like ours to continue to make an impact. 